The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus of Philippi, together with the overseer and the deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this and that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Seven years loving God, loving others. So, it's just just reflecting on, uh, you know, I've, I can hear not only uh, what Donnell was saying, but uh, John King had testified, I think it was last year, where he said, a garage. It's like, man, his, his family was saying, uh, that's a cult, man, you don't, you, <laughs> you, you, you need to steer clear of them, man, they're meeting in a garage, that's a cult, man, that's, 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 that's not normal. Uh, And they were right. It's not normal. We're not the first to start in a garage. We're not. We're not. We won't be the last. We're not the first to worship in a gymnasium. We won't be the last. This I do know. I don't know much. This I do know. This I do know is that for seven years, uh, we could not, we could, we would be ill-equipped to either receive or know what to do with a hundred-year-old facility if they were gifted to us uh, seven years ago. It has taken that arc of time to get to this point. It, it really has, and I, I, I reflect on, on Erica and Nate and everything that they have done to make City Church, City Church, it's just, it's just each, but, but they are standing for each of you. And you know your path, Gary, uh, Layla, um, you know your path how you got here. You know how you got here. And now you're here. And, and, and now you're here. And uh, just like you can't unring a bell, you can't unexperience what you've experienced, both in terms of our week-to-week -week worship experience, but when you're exposed to the word, then you're responsible for the word. That's why, as you know, as we were going through 1 Corinthians systematically, it's, it's some tough sledding. It, there's, 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 no e there's no easy off-ramps there. There's a, you know, and I, and, and I, and I feel, <laughs> I feel your pain when, when I'm, when I'm, because I'm, I'm speaking to me. And so when I'm, when I'm, when I'm uh, tearing apart the word and, and presenting the word, it's hitting me just like it hit me before it even, I'm, I'm exhorting to you. So don't, you know, so it's like, oh Lord, boy, I, let me just, let me just tip out of here. It's like, hey, I'd be right behind you, but it's the word of God. And so once the word is presented, then we're responsible for, for addressing it. But we, 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 we steer clear from uh, uh, 1 Corinthians today as we conclude our, our month-long celebration um, from Philippians, Paul's letter uh, to the Philippian church, uh, the first chapter, the first through the sixth verse, um, where we read, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, 
grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God every time I remember you uh, in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We won't do this systematically. I just want to bring up a few points, and I promise to get you out uh, quickly. It won't take too long. We've adjusted, we've, you know, no need to adjust your screen. We've adjusted the, the, the length of the sermon to accommodate everything that's gone on uh, uh, before us. Um, but I do invite you to look at uh, uh, or listen to our podcast. If uh, for those of you who are here today and those who will be listening on podcasts, we've got a whole library, hundreds of, of, of messages that have been stored. Uh, they're for you to go back and to reflect on. Today, I want to focus on at least two, as I like to say, at least two key phrases in this portion of text. The first is the one that we seem to be immediately drawn to, and it's in the sixth verse. We all want to go there, right? Uh, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion, on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We want to hear everything in our lives will at some point be fulfilled satisfactorily. Nobody, well, weird people, they like to read, they, they like to read books that have unhappy endings. I don't have time. Unless it's history, uh, you know, history is, is it's history. But if it's, if, it's, if it's a novel or something, I'm not reading anything that has an unhappy ending. I don't like scary movies. I, I don't. Sister Meeks loves them. If you, want, if you want scary movies and you want to go to the movies, call Sister Meeks. That will be a help to your pastor. That really will. I, I, I just, you know, I, the, the, what was the one movie we were in Oregon with Tunisia? Oh, let's go see Get Out. Oh, it's like... I said, I've read enough. I don't want to see it. So literally, I'm sitting in, I'm, I'm in the theater in Oregon. I'm going like this. I was like, Lord, please, just, I want to go home. I want to ask her. That's the truth. It's just like, I did not want to see that thing. And I, yeah, no. Uh, but but, but in this, 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 this text, like a child that wants dessert and bypasses the veggies, uh, you can fall into the trap pursuing a promise that doesn't belong. Or as I like to say, uh, we end up writing checks that our accounts can't back up. Uh, rapper uh, Shia Ben Abraham Joseph, you know him as 21 Savage. You didn't think I knew that, did you? <laughs> this is for you, Eric Jr. Uh, how much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? How many people done doubted you? Left you out to rot? How many pray that you will flop? How many lawyers you got? How many times you got shot? See, that's the world in a nutshell. I just, I've just shared the world to you. That, that's, that's the world in lyrical form. Hope without hope. This boy's got money. He got banked for days. He got, he got, he's got money, and this is the outpouring of his soul. See, they're, they're, they're pursuing answers, and they don't even know the questions to ask. 
uh, it was much like me in my first semester of physics, and uh, I'll never forget that. I mean, you got talk about tortured. Uh, uh, how many died, How many thought I was going to flop? A lot, including me. Uh, so I'm in physics. I don't know what I'm doing, but I just kind of figure out if I do this and do this and write a whole bunch of gibberish, I might get an answer. Well, I got an F, but it was the best F that anybody else got. Everybody failed that first exam, but I had the best F. See, but somewhere along the line, they started to learn the subject matter. I didn't. And I continued to struggle through that. Uh, thankfully, I, well, you don't want me to design a house, but still, you, uh, thankfully, it got better. All I'm sharing is I was in an environment where it didn't actually make, I, I'm trying to pretend like I know stuff, and I don't know anything at all. Uh, putting down answers to questions without having any idea if it's right or wrong. Uh, so four times in the first six verses, Paul refers to Jesus Christ. Four times in just six verses, he talks about Jesus Christ. And that's not even counting the, the he's and the him's. Uh, Paul is underscoring not just the importance, but the essence of what it means to live, move, and have been. Now remember, he's not writing to just any old body. He's writing to the church. He's writing to a church in Philippi. That's why he begins this section. In fact, the whole letter in verse 1, uh, where he reads, To all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi. The word used here for holy means just that. Holy. Holy. He doesn't write or mean to say to all God's people that do the best they can. Tries really hard. But, they're, you know, they're generally nice people or even occasionally does the right thing every now and then. Kind of like that. You've heard me tell the story. For those of you who haven't, there's enough visitors here. You guys, are, you'll, you might appreciate the story. It's Bakersfield again. Uh, but as a kid, there's not a whole lot to do. County Fair, Kern County Fair. So we're in Bakersfield. Come see the chicken play the piano. Put in a nickel and the chicken will play the piano. Well, light comes on and the chicken starts to pick the keys. Well, that's not playing the piano. That's chicken pecking the keys. Uh, but the chicken was so conditioned to peck the keys when the lights came on because they, at, at some point, grain would, like, fall down on top of the keys, and the chicken would uh, just rotely, oh, I'm grain right there. Let me pick the piano keys, this little piano key, and I would just come watch the chicken play the piano. Come watch the people worship God. See, if we don't have that understanding of why we do what we do, we'll just show up and be like that chicken pecking the keys of a piano when the light comes on or when 10 o'clock uh, rolls around. Uh, generally nice people, every now and then, they might even get the right answer now and then. Uh, here, holy means holy. In the Greek translation of the Old Testament, you guys know to be the Septuagint, uh, uses the same word in the 19th chapter of the book of Leviticus where God said, God spoke to Moses, speak to the congregation of Israel. Tell them, be holy because I, God, your God, am holy. See, there's a clear association of a holy people with a holy God. And in the 19th chapter of Exodus, we can see this even 
more clearly brought out where we read, three months after leaving Egypt, the Israelites entered the wilderness of Sinai. They followed the route from Rephidim, arrived at the wilderness of Sinai, and set up camp. Israel camped there facing the mountain. As Moses went up to meet God, God called down to him from the mountain, speak to the house of Jacob, tell the people of Israel, you have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to me. If you will listen obediently to what I say and keep my covenant, out of all peoples you will be my special treasure. The whole earth is mine to choose from. But you're special, a kingdom of priests, a, there's that word again, holy nation. This is what I want to tell the people of Israel. You're special. You're a kingdom of priests. You're a holy nation. See, we need to understand and appreciate at some point that a holy God demands a holy, a holy response. Or as I, I like to say, one theologian I read uh, put it like this. You cannot separate ethics, behavior, from faith. You cannot separate ethical behavior from your faith. I hear you. I, I hear you. How can this be? Uh, uh, how is this possible? We know that these people weren't superhuman. We know that they messed up time and time again. As a matter of fact, if you look around, I know you look all handsome and beautiful and all that, but we ain't all that either. But you still have this command that you still have to deal with the text. And he said, uh, the whole earth is mine to choose, but you're special. A kingdom of priests, a holy nation. Uh, look closely and you'll see that their association, their relationship with God, it's that that sets them apart from the whole earth. So again, with that in mind, let's look at the first verse of the first chapter of Paul's letter to Philippians and where we can uh, get a better understanding and a better grasp of what's going on. To all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi. And so we don't become overly focused on just those in Philippi. It's whatever city, be it Elk Grove, Sacramento, or El Dorado Hills, it's the, it's the same for you. God's holy people in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. This is one of uh, Paul's favorite expressions. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's the engineer geek in me that I, I like this again, like I shared before, four times in these first six verses. And if I'm correct, in all of his writings, he uses this phrase, let me see, 164 times. You think that was kind of important to Paul? 164 times he uses this phrase in his writing. In Christ. Jesus. He's making a connection with this phrase and what it means to be a Christ follower. You've heard me say before, I'll say now, the word Christian me has lost its meaning. The word evangelical is toxic. The word Christian just means, it means, oh, I'm a Christian. What does that mean? I mean, seriously, what, what does that mean? It's, just, it's, 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 it's like, well, well, I'm Gail's husband, but uh, uh, she, you ask her, it's like, I don't have a husband. I got somebody I'm married to, but I don't have a husband. To be Christian uh, means to, ought to mean to all of us to be a Christ follower. 
So what does it mean to be a Christ follower? Well, that's the $64,000 question. What does it mean to be in Christ Jesus? See, the words are straightforward. They're simple. But the meaning is incredibly profound and it's incredibly challenging. That's why I challenge you. Hey, you got all the books in there. I challenge you. Dig for yourself. Just don't skate over the top. Oh, in Christ Jesus. Oh, I know what that means. Well, you know what in means. You know what Christ means, maybe. And you know what Jesus means, maybe. But what does it mean to be in Christ Jesus? Does it mean uh, that there's a spiritual transformation where I embody his spirit? Does it mean that I, he's my spiritual 401k, where I make a few investments and he handles all the transactions in the, in the background? I'm invested in him. And at one day, he's going he's gonna to pay my retirement, so to speak. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that what it means to be in Christ Jesus? Or is it just another way of saying Christian? Well, to borrow from today's youth, uh, your vernacular is complicated. It's complicated. Um, I appreciate how one theologian attempts to provide a window to look through. Think of it as what water means to a fish. Think about what water means to a fish. Outside of water, a fish is either dead or it's on your plate for dinner. It's either dead or someone's consuming it. But to be in water, it's altogether different. It's life, right? But, but, but it's more than just swimming around looking for a mosquito or a bug to snack on, too, right? It's, it's not just, well, I'm swimming and I'm trying to get a, get a Scooby snack over here. I'm trying to make it rain over here. I'm trying to do this over there. It's, that's, no, no, no that's, it's, it's more than that. It essentially defines what a fish is. Without water, a fish isn't a fish. Uh, Pastor, are we, 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 what are you saying? Are we talking about fish? What I'm saying is that God's people are holy, and holiness is in Christ Jesus. But holy is much more and altogether get different than just doing holy things. Holy is only possible in Christ Jesus. Uh, as the old saints would say, Sister Jones, ain't that good news? Um, I sent this song to Sister Jones early this morning where the Spirit of the Lord was just moving on my heart, and I'm just, I've been wearing it out in my mind. Uh, the song goes in part, long ago I didn't know nothing about Jesus and his love. I had heard about him, but I had never felt his manna which comes down from above. In this life of sin... I could no longer stand. I asked my mother, how do you get to know the man? She said, you must be, don't you see? You've got to be born again. Uh, the chorus of the song goes on. You must have that fire and Holy Ghost. That burning, churning keeps the prayer wheel turning. The kind of religion you can't conceal. It makes you move, makes you shout, makes you cry when it's real. I've got my hand right in the winding chain. My soul's been anchored in my Jesus name. I'm filled within. I'm free from sin. You know, I've been born again. See, it's being in him 
that establishes our holiness and makes possible the promise of the sixth verse possible, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the day until the day of Christ Jesus. I am closing. See, this verse and this promise, you can only write this check and have funds to back it up if we go back to the first verse. See, the world laments, and we often mimic the world instead of the world mimicking us, and they struggle, and they attempt to fix the situation by playing by uh, a set of rules that we have no business playing by, but we think, well, it works for them, I think, and uh, it doesn't really work for them. That's why they write, how many problems you got? A lot. How many people have doubted you? A lot. Uh, left you out to rot? A lot. Oh, so you're gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna mimic that? You want that? That's the hope you want? No, thank you very much. Uh, I'll I'll pick from another menu. Don't get caught up in the world system of logic. Paul writes, and all of scriptures agree. If we are in Him. We are both holy and we are complete. Amen. 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 Let's pray.